Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the sixth chapter. Whenever you fast, do not make yourself look sad like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces to show everyone that they are fasting. Amen, I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, so that it is not apparent to people that you are fasting but only to your father who sees what is unseen. Then your father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. Do not store up treasures for yourselves on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up treasures for yourselves in heaven, where moth and rust do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. Because where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. This is the gospel of our Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Please be seated. Jesus says, Whoever fasts, or whenever you fast, that is, go without food as a religious exercise, whenever you fast, do not make yourself look sad like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces to show everyone that they are fasting. So Jesus says, don't disfigure your face when you are fasting. Well then... Why do we disfigure our faces by putting ashes on our forehead? Aren't we doing the exact opposite of what Jesus Christ told us not to do? Does that question make you a bit uncomfortable? Maybe you're thinking, eh, maybe I should bow my head and kind of wipe those ashes off uh, so nobody can see it and... and uh, Maybe I'll be okay. I, mean, it's, I feel kind of awkward now that I went up and got those ashes on. Well, no, 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 no. Don't, don't wipe off that cross. That is, don't wipe that cross off unless that cross on your forehead is there to draw attention to yourself. Or perhaps you have been thinking, you know, I am part of the spiritual upper crust here at St. John's. I'm not afraid to show that I love Jesus. I'm not afraid to let other people see my strong faith. Yes, I am proud to wear that cross of Jesus on my forehead. Well, if you got that cross on your forehead to show off how holy and righteous you are, then please, please wipe it off right now. And if there is even a hint of self-righteous pride inside of you, don't just wipe off that cross, but rather get out of this church. Because there is in God's house no room for self-righteousness, for the proud, or for anyone who boasts about their own holiness. Now, by the same token, 
leave this church right now if you are thinking, look at all those self-righteous jerks out there. They think that they're so holy with all those ash crosses on their foreheads. They think they're the super Christians. But they're just showing off, if you ask me. They're just, they're just a, a bunch of hypocrites, just like Jesus said. Well, you, you, know what, you know what that means, don't you? If you judge others from their outward acts of piety or their outward acts of, of holiness, then you should leave too. God's house has no place for the judgmental, the hypercritical, or the uncharitable. And that means that everyone should leave. This church should be empty because you and I have sinned on both sides of that hypocrisy coin. We all think the way I express my faith is the most God-pleasing of all. My way of worshiping God makes God happiest of all. And if someone does not worship God exactly the way, exactly the way that you think they should, well, you can either fall into the ditch of judging them as spiritually mature, immature, excuse me, immature, or you can fall into the other ditch, the opposite ditch, of judging them as self-righteous hypocrites. And that's why Jesus comes down so hard on anyone who puts on a show of super-duper, hey, everybody, look at me, religiosity. Drawing attention to yourself one way or the other is the exact opposite of following Jesus. It's the exact opposite of what St. Paul says in Galatians. May I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Our Lord Jesus Christ. He is the only reason, the only cause for us to boast properly. That's because only Jesus Christ loved this sinful, lost, rebellious world so much that he obeyed his heavenly Father's command to save us. Jesus obeyed every single one of his heavenly Father's commands when he took on our human flesh. And only Jesus practiced the love that he preached. Only Jesus used his power as true God, not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Only Jesus humbled himself and took on the very nature of a servant and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Only Jesus is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Only Jesus poured out his lifeblood to wash you clean of every single last one of your sins. And Jesus did not do all of this by putting a cross on his forehead. Jesus did all this by putting himself on a cross. So Jesus, again, is our only reason to boast. Or as the hymn puts it, Jesus, priceless treasure. Yes, compared to Jesus, every other treasure is worthless. Your money cannot buy you forgiveness or buy you a ticket to heaven. Your popularity cannot secure for you a place in God's family. Your job skills and your successful career cannot get a foot into the door of God's kingdom. And likewise, your pious acts 
Your holy deeds cannot gain forgiveness. It does not matter how joyfully you sing those hymns or how fervently you share the gospel. None of that earns God's love. It does not matter how much you donate to church or how many hours you volunteer for a charity. None of that matters. None of that can crack open the door of heaven, not even, even by a little smidgen. No. Only Jesus has earned forgiveness. Only Jesus can open heaven. So in comparison to Jesus, all of your holiness, all of your righteous acts, all of your earthly treasures are nothing but, but garbage. They are all dust. In comparison to Jesus, every treasure is ash. And that's why Jesus says, Do not store up treasures for yourself on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up treasures for yourselves in heaven, where moth and rust do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. Because where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So what's your great treasure in heaven? What's Jesus? Jesus is your great treasure in heaven. Jesus is your indestructible, eternal treasure in heaven. And by God's grace, by God's gift of faith, you have Jesus. By faith in Jesus, you have every single spiritual blessing that God our Heavenly Father wants to give us. By faith, you have all that. And faith, well, faith is a matter, it's a matter of the heart. Your heart. That's where God looks. God looks in your heart to find true faith and true repentance. King David says in Psalm 51, O Lord, you do not delight in sacrifice or I would bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. God wants your heart to be broken. God wants your sadness over your guilt to shatter your heart. God wants your shame over your sin to crush your heart. God looks for your heart to weep and to wail over all of its self-righteous hypocrisy and all of its holier-than-thou attitudes. So no, God does not want superstar Christians God does not hand out MVP, Most Valuable Praiser Awards. No, instead, God looks for humble hearts, lowly hearts, repentant hearts. God looks for hearts that hunger and thirst for His mercy and His forgiveness. God looks for your heart to seek those blessings that only Jesus can give us those blessings that Jesus gives us only through His Holy Spirit's gift of faith. Now again, by God's grace, you have faith, and therefore you have mercy, love, forgiveness, peace, and eternal life in heaven. By God's grace alone, you have faith that treasures Jesus as your priceless treasure. By faith alone, Jesus is your constant, true, most valuable, and reliable treasure. But something happens when the treasure who is Jesus fills your heart. Treasure spills 
out of your heart. King David puts it this way at the end of Psalm 51. Then there will be righteous sacrifices, whole burnt offerings to delight you. Then bulls will be offered on your altar. Yes, God wants sacrifices made from a true repentant heart. God desires that we make sacrifices of our time, our talent, and our treasure. And God savors, He savors the good works that flow from repentant, forgiven, and joyful hearts. God wants us to praise Him outwardly. God wants us to, to worship Him for all to see and hear. God is delighted whenever we show the world not how great we are, but God is delighted whenever we show the world that Jesus is our priceless treasure. And so, that ash cross on your forehead is, is appropriate. But it's only appropriate if it reflects repentance and trust and joy in the heart of a humble believer. And likewise, it's perfectly fine if you do not have a cross on your forehead. That is, as long as you still praise Jesus in repentance, trust, and joy that flows from the heart of a humble believer. You see, what really matters is that you praise Jesus sincerely. What really matters is that you praise Jesus without hypocritically judging others. What really matters is that your praise is so focused on Jesus that nothing else matters. So praise Jesus. Praise Him in church. Praise Him out there in the real world. Praise Him with your voices. Praise Him with your lips, your hands, your faces. Praise Him with your whole life. Praise Jesus because Jesus is your priceless treasure. Amen. Mm -hmm.